Welcome to the Houghton Connection Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Ryan, the Commish, and Andy, the Waz. We're going to break it down. We're going to get into everyone's quest for the Duchess and everyone's fear of the Casper. So let's get into it and let's get it kicking. Welcome in. We are in the middle of the Thursday night football game. There's a minute 17 left until halftime. It is 31, I think it's to 17, 14? Uh, I'm not sure. That 14. It's a replay right now. Cam Newton just took a big hit. Um, it's basically over for myself and Baby Bird, but we'll get into that later. Uh, welcome into the show and get ready for a good one. It's good to be back. Got some exciting stuff planned for you guys today. Um we're going to start with a little uh, little ATC update. Yeah, so we've kind of neglected this for a while. And uh, while we haven't been watching, it has been growing um, exactly how we would expect it to. You know, maybe we haven't watered it in a while. We haven't fed it. But, man, that thing's just getting up there. The Alex transaction count is at 51 waivers and four trades for a grand total of 55. We are now at uh, week 10. So if you uh, can do that math real quick. It's five to six transactions a week. Correct. It's a lot, considering you only start nine plus. I think the lowest one in the league was like eight when I looked. And then the next, wow. after after Alex was Baby Bird at like 40, and then myself at like 30, and then everybody else was in like the eight to 22 range. Okay, so we should be, you know, kind of pushing 100 or so uh, towards the end of the season. Correct. Um, the Panthers appear to be driving. Christian McCaffrey, have a day. Um get into that later as well yeah what do you say we dive into last week review yeah yeah a little 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 rerun through All last right. week so reminders last week we have myself versus kyle sam versus baby bird alex versus pat joe versus nick and andy versus benson um where, where do you want to start start with me all sure. right um i beat kyle 111.9 to 103.6. Little revenge game for you. Little revenge game. Um, I want to give you credit, actually. Okay. In last week's podcast, you said, and I, I'll quote you directly, I believe, uh, this matchup will come down to Kyle starting the correct quarterback. Did he Kyle start the correct bo- quarterback? Kirk Cousins versus Detroit and Aaron Rodgers versus the Packers. I think he wait, went Wait, wait, wait. Say that again. You said Aaron Rodgers versus the Packers. You mean Aaron Rodgers versus the no, Patriots. No, I meant Tom Brady versus the Packers. Okay, there you go. Tom Brady versus the Packers. Yeah. And he went with Kirk versus Detroit. Uh, who got him, like, I don't know, a small amount of points. And uh, Tom Brady was on his bench with enough points to win him the week. So you were correct. Had he started the right quarterback, he would have won. He didn't. He lost. The Kyle quarterback saga lives on. I love it. It just makes the league all that much more fun. It does. Um, I also, well, I think, oh, we'll get into this on the next podcast when we do the um, playoff preview, playoff preview, which is going to be Sunday for those uh, that care. Um, but I believe Kyle has like the sixth or seventh highest points for by far the most points against and tied for last in terms of wins. So it's, it's a brutal year for Kyle. I'm kind of curious what his points for would be if he, if we go back and give him the correct starting the correct quarterback, starting choice. quarterback, what is, yeah, that'd be crazy. We should, at the end of the year, we'll do that. Oh, oh pick by Cammy the Steelers. Throw an they take this one back to the house too? Oh, they're whistling the dead. Oh. They're whistling the dead. Fourth and 21 minute left. Think uh, another seventy-yard bomb to your boy Juju? Oh, that would With really be excellent. Left. At this point, I'm concerned that the game's just going to get too out of hand, and they're going to stop throwing. You're already ball. at what, like thirty-six points. Thirty-one. 
I yeah, and I don't have a wide receiver two on my team, so I think you'll be all right. Do you think that your wide receiver two is going to outscore my wide receiver two? Oh, we'll get to that with it, with it later. Okay. All right. Um, next, Sam and Baby Bird. Um, Sam, Baby Bird won twenty nine. Baby Bird won one hundred twenty four point two to one hundred nine point three. The only thing I have written down to review this game is twenty nine points. Twenty nine. Now. If you take the 29 and give it, like, a standard defense, like 10. 10 points. Does Baby Bird still win? Uh, No, he does not. No, he does not. He loses. He loses. He only won by, um, if you quick do that math, like 15 points. 15 points. So, 29 down. I mean, 14 is still doable. 14, 15 is still doable. Yep. So, he would have had a chance, but, like, an I would say an average defense. He loses. He loses. Which... Classic baby bird. Very well, we could have given uh, the Bears defense the stud of the week, but you'll have to find out later if we did or not. Yeah, this this uh, unfortunately reminds me of week two when um, the Bears defense uh, won him that week as well. Who was that verse? Uh, your boy. Your a little homie. salty about that? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit of salt left. All right, Alex and Pat. Um, Pat won 134.7 to 103. Wow, Alex got run over uh, by Duke Johnson. Yeah, so if you look at their teams, though, like, honestly, both had pretty good running backs. Both had pretty shit wide receivers. Maybe one of the three wide receivers that each one of them started worked out. Cooper Cup. The difference came in tight end. That was, there's like a 20-point tight end difference. Yeah, yeah, Travis Kelsey's been uh, going ham this year. Yeah, so, uh, good work. Also, Alex, I want to give you, this, this is the time I want to take in the podcast to give you credit for your uh, James Conner for net trade. I, I might give you credit later on in the podcast as well, but I wanted to just really shout you out. You did great. It's too bad the rest of your team is still asked and you're still not going to make the playoffs. Um, but congrats on James Conner. All right, uh, Joe and Nick. Joe and Nick, wow. Joe won it, 94.5 to 82.6. Sheesh. Uh, we'll, we'll probably dive into this matchup a little bit later, but, but Nick, this is how we know that uh, you've given up on the season because, uh, buddy, buddy, you started the Rams defense. And Andy, who did they play? is there any way that you could have predicted the Rams defense not doing well? Uh, what do you I, What do you normally look for in a defense? Typically, when you're looking at defensive uh, projections, you, you generally instantly look at what team they are going to face. Right, so you look at the matchup. So last week, the Rams played a team called the New, New Orleans... Saints? Saints. Have you ever I heard believe, of that? I think that's Saints. I, I've only they've been in the news a couple. Is times. that a a good matchup? If if you're the Saints, all right. So, but like, no. So if you're the defense, no, you're playing against the Hall of Fame quarterback with RB, one of the best wide receivers in the game, and maybe the best running back in the game as well. And they just added Des Bryant. So, anyways, Nick, the the hint there is don't start the Rams defense versus the Saints. Um, like Andy pre- kind of preluded to, we might get to that. Um, he, t- he tried to get to my negative eight defense total. And you can't now, do it. The matchup of the week. Oh, Andy, one hundred and two point nine. Benson, ninety three point two. Speaking of bad defenses, Baltimore got zero points. Whopping Andy, I want to give you the floor. Talk about yourself. Well, um, I would I would love to talk about myself. Um. I gotta be honest. Uh, Benson and I had exchanged some words uh, throughout our our game ended uh, with the second slate of Sunday games, and so my uh, sphincter was super tight throughout the. Entire I can game. attest to that. I was in the room with him. He was freaking out. I was like, "Andy, you still have a chance." We were talking the whole day about like 
the chance Andy had, and at one point he was like, I have a 10-point lead. And I'm like, I'd still rather be you. And he's like, you'd rather be me? No way, blah, blah, blah. It was, it was, uh, both, both teams had a very high PFI. Um, that last touchdown of Drew Brees to uh, Michael Thomas. Um, how was that for you? My blood pressure rose pretty high. Yeah. But uh, but no, alas, the Duchess, she was she saw favor in me. Brandon Cooks. And Brandon Cooks was my lord and savior, and the difference between Brandon Cooks and Robert Woods was the difference in the uh, fantasy football matchup. Very accurate. Down goes Benson. All right. Feeling good. What's next? Uh, next, we are going into a little segment that we like to call Hit That Drop. Who was a stud? Who was a dud? And who was an odd? Man, I could have. All right. Ryan, you got a stud for us this week? I do have a stud. Um, It was between two players, like we said, the Bears defense, 29 points. Uh, Sam, that's the last time we will mention that in this podcast. And the stud of the week is the one and only Kareem Hunt. Now, we went with this because Kareem Hunt won me the week easily. Like, Baby Bird had a chance of starting another defense and winning. I did not have a chance of starting another running back and winning. 32 points. I won by eight. How does it feel to be hunted? Kyle, how does it feel? Should have started him. And you did. Yeah, this reminds me of the tweet like last year after one of those monster games that was like, and now a fantasy football update from Kareem Hunt. And it's Kareem Hunt just standing there going, you're welcome. Thanks, Kareem. Thanks. Uh, Andy, do you got a dud for us? Oh my goodness, Ryan. Do I have a dud for you? This running back. Hang on, let's synchronize this. Ready? I'll play. I'll make the noise. And you say the name. Okay, you ready? Dun, 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 Grandma didn't get run over by Todd Gurley. So explain awesome. why Todd's a dud. So, let's see. Todd's averaging 25 points per game. I mean, eh, it's it's okay, right? You know, that's, that's not bad. It's pretty civilian. And uh, what did he do last week? This shit sipper. This piece of trash couch potato put up a measly 13.9 points it's horrible wow those are david johnson numbers <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey andy do you think that um do you think that it would have been possible to take todd Gurley before david johnson in the draft it might have been, you know. I, I think it might maybe. have been, but you know, I'd rather get thirteen point nine points every week as my ceiling than have that be the worst performance from my RB one year to date, probably year total. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, do you think uh, the outcome would have been any different if Todd Gurley had taken mild <laughs> doses of physic to work on his bowel? Absolutely, Casey. Yes, exactly. That's what I was going for. I uh, think it was a right hook. With a bit of a jab. So a jabbing right hook. And he did it with his left hand. All right, we're moving on. because He's got remarkable skills. He's not to be trifled with. <laughs> Anyways, the could have of the week. Um, let's see if we see a theme here. Dolphins D. 49ers uh, D. Yeah. Lions D. Panthers D. What do all of them have in common? Uh, they all would have won Nick the, the fantasy football game. They would have. They all had, I think it was six points or over. Yes. The Dolphins played the Jets. That was kind of a tip-off that you should have played uh, a, a defense that had a good matchup. Yeah, the, the only Jets one of those good. that really was like a, 
I really don't love the matchup was the Lions versus the Vikings because the Vikings are a good offense. Um, Nick, but man. the Saints are just a bad offense. I wouldn't have, I would have, you know. You know, looking back on it, the Saints have, have traditionally this year been pretty porous on offense. Andy, what was the over-under for that game? Was it like 79.5 points? At one point in the week, the over-under, yes, in Vegas was 79.5 points. Yeah, so probably most of that was supposed to be scored by a defense, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that the Rams defense was covering most of that. Yeah, so Nick, the point here is you could have started a defense that would have won you the week, and instead you started the Rams versus the fucking Saints. All right. uh, Moving on. Yeah, I think we've got some... uh, Some peeps? Some peeps. From the peanut gallery? From the peanut gallery. All right. Pretend the birds are chirping, because I don't have that queued up, so just chirp, chirp. All right. Got some questions? Yeah, yeah. Baby bird would like to know, first off, if he is a bird, what animal is everybody else? Uh, humans. Obviously. Uh, all right. I also have a question from Baby Bird. Uh, he wants to know if we can reshuffle the conferences. Uh, he said, it's no fun having all of the best teams in the same conference year after year. So so he's, he's wondering when we can reshuffle the conferences? Yes. When do you think? Uh, I'd say when the Big Ten does. Classic. All right. Um, should we dive into the Week Ten preview? Oh, baby, I would love to. All right. Um, let's talk about the two games that are already decided first. Can we talk about my favorite first? Yeah. So this is the point where I would like to say, um, congrats on your win, and I would place a large wager on your wide receiver two outscoring my wide receiver two. Ryan, currently you don't have anybody listed in your wide receiver two. Yeah, the question is, do I leave it empty, or should I start Thielen or Cortland Sutton on bye? I, I would guess they'll all score the same amount of points. You'd show better, you know, if you if you rested your guys. This is their That's bye true. week, Ryan. This is their you bye week for a reason. Them. You're right, you're right, you're right. You have to rest them. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so I totally went into tonight thinking, you know, we'll see how tonight goes. And if I have a chance of winning, I'll drop somebody from my team and pick up a... Uh, Random wide receiver. Random wide receiver. I was thinking maybe Robbie Anderson because Josh McCown's playing quarterback and they had a connection last year. But now, I'd like to thank you because I don't have to drop anyone. You're welcome. Also, for those of you like, wow, why would Ryan just punt the week to his biggest rival, Andy, who he's beat eight out of ten times? Well, the answer is because unlike the rest of you shit sippers, besides Benson, I'm locked into playoffs. So it's all right for me to punt one week. That is that is true. I just this is this is really exciting for me because this propels me into that same category of wild, I don't give a shit about the rest of the year. Right, Not w- really, but wild question for you. Okay, what happens if like I don't know Kareem Hunt and George Kittle go off and I somehow win? That would really depress me because at would, this point, if I at the if I score like less than a hundred, it's going to be pretty pretty awful. Yeah, it would be quite quite humorous, but it's not going to happen. Um, the next one that's clearly decided, uh, Kyle has officially shit on Baby Bird. 40 points already at halftime. At halftime. At halftime. Do you think uh, the Panthers are going to score again? Uh, no. Do you think they're going to get any more yards in the second half? No. Okay. Probably negative. Do you think uh, Big Ben will throw the ball to AB anymore? No, actually, I heard that both teams decided to quit at halftime. Okay, so if all of those happen, then you know Baby Bird's still only down by 40. on After Thursday night. After Thursday night. Yeah. Okay. And to answer your question, honestly, yes, I think uh, Christian McCaffrey gets more points, and I think uh, Antonio Brown gets more points. Okay. Moving on. Moving next on. Uh, next game on the docket, okay. we got so, Baby Bird. Or not Baby. We already we talked about that. that. 
Sorry, sorry, sorry. Benson and Pat. Benson and Pat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to start? Uh, You can give it this one a go. All right. So uh, all I've got to say is I've already got the track queued up for next week because after such a just horrible, terrible David Johnson-esque week, Todd Gurley's about to go ham. Todd Gurley will probably score. I don't even know what the matchup is. It doesn't matter. It's Todd Gurley. Seattle. I think he had four touchdowns last year when he played them. The Rams lost their first game last week, and it's the first time Todd Gurley didn't score a lot of points. I think those two are correlated. What does that mean? They're going to force feed Todd the ball and uh, get ready for Grandma to just get run the fuck over by Todd Gurley. Yeah. You know, it's it's one of those things where Todd has had only two touchdowns over the past two games, and that's, uh, that's pretty porous for Todd. I just thought of this also. Um, we were what fifteen and five coming into this week. We being Christian Bale over uh, Michael yes, Keaton. Yes, that's correct. Um, I'm Batman. And last week, Baby Bird beat Sam. Um, so twenty nine points. Sorry, Sam. I said it would be the last time. It wasn't twenty nine points. Um, so that makes us sixteen and five. 16 and this and five. week it's Benson versus Pat. True. So seventeen and, and five. Ofta. Oof. All right. Uh, now we've got. Oh, we've been talking about Sam. Let's go, Nick and Sam. Nick and Sam. Okay, so, you know, you know, Sam's always got the blow-up potential. But, to be honest, he's really struck mid-season form these past three weeks. It is mid-season. It is mid-season. He is on a three-game losing streak. It, honestly, I Nick's got a real shot here, I think. So, yeah, I really think so. Um, that's it. That's my bold prediction. Sam gets somewhere in the 80s, and Nick gets somewhere in the 90s. Nick does not break 100. Let's Clarify not get too that. bold. Maybe he scores like 98 and Sam scores like 89. But, yeah, uh, Sam doesn't have A.J. Green. Tyreek Hill is at home, so his blow-up game is not going to happen. Yep. And uh, Well, actually, let's hope so because then Kareem Hunt won't get all the points. Kareem Hunt gets all the points at home. That's the way it has been in, in history. Um, But the thing is, there's a guy that plays for the Patriots as a uh, running back. What's his name? James White. No, no, no. The other oh, one. Cordell Patterson? No, the other one. That plays running back? Yeah. He's been hurt for a little while. Oh, little Sony Michelle. Yeah, he's back. Um, So Sam's RB, like, I want to call it a two, but really it's been an RB1. Um, takes a little bit of hit. Still going to be good. Still, Still going to be, be good. good. Startable. In PPR formats. Um, But then he's got Melvin Gordon, so that'll be good. But that's it. Greg Olson's got four points. Ooh. Yeah, so uh, Nick, I say enjoy your third win of the year. Um, and then Alex and Joe. I At this point, it's not even a contest unless Joe sets a lineup. Yeah, uh, I think he will. Let's let's assume Joe sets a lineup. Assuming Joe sets a lineup. Yeah, in, in years past, that's been safe. And this, it's a pretty big assumption. Yeah, I know. Kind of wild still. But if Nick starts a lineup, I think he's going to... Uh, Nick? Out, at, no, I said if Joe, if Joe starts a lineup. I mean, it's recorded. I'm pretty sure you said Nick. Oh, shit. Sorry, Joe. But if Joe starts to line up, I think it, it becomes a, a very close matchup because right now uh, Alex's newfound year-long RB1 is single-handedly beating his team. Yeah. Um, Love Bell didn't come back before this week, Joe. James Conner's going to push your shit in. I give Alex a win this time. Sorry, man. All right. What's up next, Ryan? All right. Um, next, I think I have a little uh, a little game for you. I'm going to give Ooh, you... I st- like games. Yeah, I'm going to give you stats of two players... Um, two. Can we clarify two players? Two current NFL players. Okay. I would guess that both are even rostered on teams in our league. 
Okay. Um, I'll even tell you, they're both running backs. Okay, okay. And I'm going to read you some statistics, and you have to try to guess which, um, which couple two they players. are. Okay. I will also throw in a hint that um, we've mentioned at least one of them. So far in this podcast? So far in this podcast. Okay. Uh, one of them was drafted, and one of them I don't think was drafted. I'm not 100% sure okay. on that, but I don't think okay. they were drafted. Okay, all right, yeah. all right. All right, so now some statistics. I'm on the edge of my seat. Okay. So, we'll say player on the left and player on the right. Okay. Player on the left has 122 carries for 394 yards, averaging 3.2 yards per carry, five touchdowns, 24 receptions for 200 yards and one touchdown, totaling 92 points on the year. Okay. Okay. Player on the right has 110 carries, so a little less, a little less, but 591 yards. Okay. Which is 5.4 yards per carry. Okay. So a bit better. Uh, Three rushing touchdowns, so a little bit less. 20 catches, about the same. Uh, 160 yards, so within reason, and one touchdown. Um, Has 99 fantasy points on the year. Wow. 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 Can can you just read those those totals again? Can you just just go over them quickly? Yep. Two so, running backs. Two running backs. One has 3.2 yards per carry, five rushing touchdowns. Okay. One receiving touchdown, 92 points on the year. That's left. Okay. Right has 5.3 or 5.4 yards per carry, three rushing touchdowns, one receiving touchdown, and 99 points. The player on the left I'll give him credit. Um, I think he's played one less game. I think he was on bye. So okay, um, take eight point four. So they're about even any, on fantasy points. Do I have any other hints? Through the exact same amount of games. There are a lot of running backs in this league. Yes, uh, one was drafted. One was picked up off free agency. I'll say the one on the left was drafted. The one on the right was picked up off free agency. Okay. Let me know. Do you need more hints? I do need more hints. The one on the left was drafted in the top five. Oh wow. Okay. All right. I got it. All right, who is it? David Johnson. Correct. Okay. So, David Johnson is averaging 3.2 yards per carry, five rushing touchdowns, one receiving touchdown, 92 fantasy points. Okay. Player on the right. Ooh. Um, I- came into the year number two on his team. Okay. Um, on the depth chart. Uh, this is, I think I got this one. Who is it? Is it James White? It's not James White. James it- White would have way more fantasy points. Oh, wait, wait. Say, say those numbers. These again. are running backs 12 and 13 on the year. Coming oh. into this week. Oh, is it is it Adrian Peterson? It is not Adrian Peterson, oh. but you're on the right hint. Um, technically, he was number one on the depth chart um, at the technical start oh, of the season. Oh, not at, at the, the draft, but okay. technical, okay. and okay. he was drafted. Okay. This guy's picked up off free agency. Um, the two teams that own them, so Nick being David Johnson owner, have the same record. Okay. Split wins okay. on the year and is currently one spot above Nick. So has 100 more points for than Nick. If I if I said Philip Lindsay, you would be correct. Okay. So through the first nine or eight games of the year, because technically uh, Philip Lindsay is on by this week, they had pretty much the same amount of fantasy points. Average points per game, even. Pretty much. And David Johnson was drafted first overall. And Philip Lindsay was drafted not drafted. Okay. Picked up like week three or four. Wow. So there's that. And now, here's a letter to our league mates. This one 
goes out to our reigning champion. This is no surprise to any of us. We've been saying this since the draft. But it is beautiful to watch it unfold. Nick is off to a historic start. He's tied for the worst win-loss record through the first nine weeks. He's only the second team in history to go through the first nine weeks below 100 points each week. Nick's doing worse than first-year Pat and first-year Joe, who took over their teams from James and Fox, who drafted Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees in the first round. In fact, the only other team to go nine weeks without breaking 100 and have fewer points than this year's Knicks team is last year's Kyle's team, who also drafted David Johnson in the first round. But last year, David Johnson got hurt in week one and left Kyle without his first round pick. Nick still has his. It's just sad. In fact, Nick hasn't had any significant injuries or like say a first round pick just deciding not to play and that money's not cool anymore like you know Joe Nick's draft was just that bad and here's the thing Joe who didn't draft his team his first round pick is not playing picked up Philip Lindsay who's as good as David Johnson but really barely pays attention to this league anymore he's you know too busy he has 100 more points than Nick same record. Ouch. Wow. Credit where credit's due. Nick is going down with his ship. He will not trade. He just won't. Not even one of his like middling wide receivers to fix his clear RB2 void. All right, Andy, I want to I want to pull you into this one. Uh, help me dive in and explain what I mean by Nick's middling wide receivers. Okay, Ryan, picture this. There were 10, the first 10 wide receivers drafted uh, in this year's fantasy football draft, right? Um, excluding, there was, we're technically counting the 11th, but one has been injured and out for a couple games. So, of the 10 wide receivers that have drafted and played the full season. Barring injury. Barring injury. Who of our fantasy football league mates has picked... The worst one. Nick. Okay. Ten points for Gryffindor. Let's hear it. You hear it here first? Ryan got ten points. It is correct. Nick. Nick picked Keenan Allen. In fact, all of the wide receivers picked have been wide receiver ones. They've been top 12. You know who hasn't? Keenan Allen. You know who's not even a wide receiver two? Keenan Allen? Wow. Wow. Alright. So, now I, I want to ask you another one. Explain what I mean by Nick's RB2 void. Okay. Okay. So, I'm going to ask you another question here. You ready? I'm ready. So, who's in the league, whose RB2 has averaged only six points per game this year? Um, Nick. Correct! Ten more points for Ryan. Woohoo! Ten points. That's more than Nick's RB2's average. All right, awesome, thanks. Now, I want you all to keep in mind in terms of trading that Alex Petrowski was able to turn an injured Leonard Fournette into the running back number three of the year 
James Conner. And that's RB3. He's already had his bye week. There are running backs that have not had their bye week yet, and he's still running back three for an injured Leonard Fournette. Nick's going down with the ship. Now, let's get back to Nick's abysmal points four, in which he was only 70 points ahead than last year's Kyle through the first nine weeks. Kyle did end up breaking 100 last year also, just so you know. But anyways, Nick is barely beating worst ever Kyle. And this is the year of record-breaking offenses. They're breaking records in terms of fantasy points scored, in terms of offenses are breaking yardage records, points records. It just seems to have all skipped over Nick's team. Again, I want to reiterate, Nick has not had a significant injury bringing him his demise. It's all him, baby. The Duchess hangover's clear. There's probably a real hangover in there, too. And this season, man, it's just like the Fortnite map, you know? It started out fun. He flew in on the bus. He rode that Duchess high. He dropped off for the draft, and he flew to DJ Town. He picked up a couple of weapons with, like, you know, Mike Evans, Keenan Allen. But then the storm came, and Nick was not in the circle. And it kept shrinking around him, and he was running, and uh, he was out of ammo, and he's run out of health, run out of shield, and then the eye shrank. And now, Nick's headed to the Casper series to die a slow, painful death, and the first one ever to go first to worst in a single season. It's brutal. And also, I want to point out, Nick went 6-7 and seven through the regular season last year, so he has eight regular season wins in the past two years. I, this is unconfirmed, but that's at least bottom two or three in the league in the past two years. Um, but Andy, I see you over there. I think oh, you have a few more peeps from the peanut gallery that just came in. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I just I just got a new email in my inbox. I, I got a, a, a couple more questions for you. All right, shoot them away. All right, all right. Here we go. So some of these may be easy. Some of these may be more difficult. But okay. The answer is all the name of a person in our league. All right. So I have to guess which person in our league for all these. Correct. Do I get more points? 10 points per question. Oh, we'll, keep it, we'll keep it right at 10 points All per right. question. So I'm at 20 going into this. Yes. Awesome. Right. So, first one. Who had the lowest points for last week? Nick? Correct. 10 points for Ryan. You're now at 30 points total. Number two. Who has not reached 800 points for total on the year? Oh, I know this one's Nick. Okay. All right. That's another 10 points for Ryan. Next question. Who has the lowest points for on the season this year? It's got to be Nick. Oh, that is another good answer, Ryan. We are moving on. Here we go. Getting to the later stages. How many points am I at? Uh, I believe that's 50, right? Wow. You must be like a finance guy or something. Yeah. Yeah. Some, something like that. Um, who knows more about foaming than fantasy football? I'm going to guess Nick. He spends a lot of time in Mexico doing foaming stuff. Nick Kremko is correct. He knows more about foaming than uh, fantasy football. All right. Number uh, number seven here. Who is most likely to win the Casper this year? At the beginning of the season, I would have said Alex. But uh, as the season's gone on, it's got to be Nick. Correct. All right, all right. Here we go. Who thought that David Johnson would be the number one running back this year? That's got to be Nick. Oh, that is that was that was too easy. That was too easy for you. All right. Well, I'll still give you the ten points though. Moving on. We got we got two questions left here. Okay. All right. Who is currently on a five-game losing streak? Well, 
I think Sam's at three. See the pattern, Ryan. It's gotta be Nick. Be the pattern. Yes, that is correct. 90 points. Can he get the full 100? Here we go. Last question. Who is currently dead last in the league? Nicholas Kremko. Final answer. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a winner. Ryan Warson. You got all 100 points, man. Awesome. Wait, 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 wait. That reminds me. I have a follow-up. Bonus question. Bonus all right. question. All right. Who in the league has yet to break your 100 points? Double or nothing? Double or nothing. Nicholas Kremko. Oh, my goodness. Final answer. Oh, my goodness. The crowd goes wild. Wow. So, Ryan, you officially, by answering 10 simple questions, have more points for than Nick has ever scored in a game this year. It's a, it's a privilege and an honor. Thanks for playing. It Thanks also was playing. not very hard. Neither is breaking 100 a single week. Um... Do you have anything to add to the letter, or are we good? I think that's all. I think that's all. All right. Wow. Nick, do better. Do better, man. Learn from your mistakes. Yeah, I think that might be all for the podcast. All right. Thanks for watching. Currently, as uh, as we're sitting right here, they're showing Keith Butler, the defensive coordinator for the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers are up thirty-eight to fourteen. Quick score check on the games. Punt hot. Punt hot. Um. I am uh, winning a comfortable 40.8 to uh, zero right now. Ryan, yeah. how do you feel? Uh, um, again, your wide receiver two is going to score more than mine. Um, actually, uh, Alex is, is up 12.8, but uh, Vance McDonald just got that touchdown. The Vance dance. So uh, if Joe starts to line up, things get interesting, ladies things and gentlemen. Things get interesting. Um, Sam, still at four points with Greg Olson. Greg the leg. Um, uh, Kyle is at 40 still. Somehow, A.B. hasn't gotten another uh, catch. Yeah, it's he's weird. he's done his work. Um, and then uh, and then uh, Pat is up 13.2 on Benson. But it really doesn't matter, Pat, because Todd's going to run the fuck over. Who does Pat have in? Uh, Cam Newton. So his quarterback's only at 13 points? Yes. Ouch. Yes. All right. Uh, seems to be all we have for this episode. I'm uh, the commish. Uh, again, just a quick reminder, tune in on Sunday for uh, a possible fan- or, uh, fantasy football playoff preview. Yeah. I'll give you a preview to that episode. Um, the 10th ranked player in the league is Nicholas Kremko. Wow. Shocker. Uh, and I'm the Waz. And when was your last ship? Thanks for listening, everybody. So that's never.